In the Fuzzy Memories podcast, we celebrate the good, the rad, and the fugly of the 80s and 90s. We're three latchkey kids who made it out alive. And in each episode, we break down all the culture that popped one year at a time. Whether it's the birth of legends. I'm Lyme disease free today and I have Whitney Houston and MTV to thank. (laughs) Or audacious moves. Imagine also the the poor Golden Gate Bridge. You turn 75 and people have a party on you. I don't want that. Or even confusing PSAs. In the stop, drop, and roll. I mean, we would, I assume as an adult, I would catch on fire weekly. All the time! (laughs) We've got a take that will make you laugh. We've also got thoughts on all sorts of random phenomena and the most unmitigated of golf. Why sharks can't be trusted, people can't be trusted, and rivers can't be trusted. (laughs) It's collusion. It's of the highest degree! Uh Uh-huh. You were counseling me to start my remarks with, first of all, bitch. <laughs> that one, everyone in that room would have snapped to attention. It's going to be basically coffee lids, shark revenge, and then maybe like Matt gets. <laughs> we need to do something about him. Join us every other Wednesday to celebrate the hits, the misses, and the misfits of the weirdest decades. If I could tell my 14-year-old self from 1990 that I would be eating in a cheesecake factory in, in Beverly, Beverly Hills, I'd be like, we did it. We, we did it, Joe. We did it. <laughs> Listen and subscribe to Fuzzy Memories on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and your favorite podcast platform. Podcast with one unique theme, four handpicked book recommendations, and two brats. I'm Aaron, and I'm Amy, and this is episode number sixteen. Road trip, road trip. <laughs> we thought this was absolutely appropriate for this time of year. It is. It's yeah. so perfect. And so maybe our picks don't all have to do with specifically a road trip, right? But with summer vacation, yes. And most of the time, a vacation involves. Some kind of road trip. Oh, I was going to say meltdown or... Well, yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's inherent in a road trip. Sadness, despair. Why did we decide to do this? Can I just go home? I question my whole life choices. Where's my bed? Yeah. Yeah. All of that. But it'll be a great episode. (laughs) So much fun. It's not an actual road trip, so we'll have fun on it. You're just taking a literary road trip with us. Oh, God, that was beautiful. Wasn't it? Also, the hand movements you just did there. It was like a swell of the ocean. (laughs) It's because secretly I've always wanted to do my own The More You Know commercial. Oh, Mm -hmm. wow. Yeah. I mean, we should do one. We should do one. We should do a series of The More You Know. (gasps) I wonder if there's... So this is a minute in. Mm -hmm. I wonder if there's a record for how soon we come up with a random business idea (laughs) in each episode. This may be be it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Erin's actually writing this down. Oh, I am. She is on this because i can make this dream come true (laughs) (laughs) i have an avenue and it's gonna happen (sighs) oh boy well so like we said we're dealing with like road trips summer Mm -hmm. vacations stuff like that so i thought it'd be good to ask each other a few questions about you know road trips memories vacations Mm -hmm. did you take road trips with your family i did Mm -hmm. we did take quite a few road trips in fact yes Mm -hmm. yes to 
few different places. We drove to Florida. I think there was one to Colorado in there, Utah, maybe. And as a reminder, we live in Iowa. So you were driving from Iowa to Florida? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good times. That yeah. sounds terrible. Oh, and one distinct road trip, I remember that um, one of my brothers took, you know, those pullback cars? That oh you, oh, you pull yeah, them yeah, back yeah, and then they yeah. zoom forward. Yes. He pulled it back and then put it on the top of my head. So it wrapped the hair <laughs> around really, really tight. And we spent like an hour trying to get it on. So that was a good time killer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, this is before you had like movies and vans and stuff. Right, yeah, no. no. We had like car bingo. Right. Yeah. We didn't have this kind of stuff. Back yeah. in our day. Right, yeah. yeah. Doesn't that what it sound like? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you had to wait for snacks out of like mom's secret bag in the front. <laughs> like raisins yeah what <laughs> come on thought we were getting cheetos <laughs> no such luck yeah you no know my chance. primary memory of road trips yes we didn't do a ton of them um okay. but i remember you know the ones that we did do like south dakota and to places where family was um we were in my mom's mercury cougar get it the three of us me and my brothers in the back seat uh-huh back seats aren't big no in the mercury cougar no and my brothers are twins so they're sitting on each of the seats, and I'm sitting in the middle seat because I got to separate those boys. Or they're oh, going to kill each other. Yeah. But then you know we're all touching. Our legs are touching. Our skin is touching. Like, Stop touching me! And I'll be honest, I think I was put between my brothers to help them stop fighting. I'm sure I just encouraged it. <laughs> I sure death that- match go. <laughs> It was all part of your plot. <laughs> like, I can see what's happening. I can get rid of both of them yes. at the same time. Get my life back. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah. So I just remember a lot of sweat. Oh, you know, yeah. Bodies yeah. touching. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. Knees. Knee sweat. In that, and Little boy kinda, knee yeah. sweat. Little boy knee sweat. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're five years younger than me. So right. they were, you know, yeah. much younger. But yeah. yes. We actually forced our younger two to take a road trip like two years ago at spring break time because we wanted them to have that experience. We were taking them to Florida and we we rented a van. Oh my drove. god! Because we're like, you can't. This isn't fair. You have too many wonderful things in your childhood. You need some. You need to experience yeah. some real. When are we parenting. there yet? Yeah, that's yeah. what we felt like. And uh-huh. I mean, we rented a van. They had TVs. Like they had their own seats and space to like lay down. It's not a Mercury Cougar. No, you got life. I mean, good. the name is way cooler than our van was. True. Mercury Cougar. Come on, mm-hmm. come on. Ugh. Can you yeah. imagine that guy? He's still telling people he came up with that in a meeting. <laughs> you know what I did? I named the Mercury Cougar. So, you know what our other car was? Was a Thunderbird. Like a was it Ford? I don't know which company it was. They were pretty much the same car, oh, just different names, but yeah. excellent names. Good job, Both of them. guy. Yeah. Maybe they're friends. Thunderbird guy and Cougar. And that's what I learned to drive on. It's the Thunderbird. Oh, dad taught me how to drive. Taught how to drive a Thunderbird. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you ever graduate to the Cougar? Or was that pre Thunderbird? I actually got the Cougar <gasps> after a little bit when I was in uh, college. It was on its last legs, and it died on the interstate on the way back to college. <laughs> One winter break. I was like, well, cougars are cougar for the winter. Has died. Yes. That's cougars just, are not meant for the winter. No. And the cougar no. was trying to tell me, listen. Listen, I'm, I'm out, out of my natural element. <laughs> like a cat, it's gone out into the wilderness to die yeah. on its own. Yeah. Is that what cats do? They yeah. go out into the wilderness Apparently. to die on their own? Okay. <laughs> I was like, that's a fact I didn't know. It is actually. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That's, that's great. So you obviously had some great road trips oh, to pull from. So much. But even so, maybe now even, what annoys you on a road trip? I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. As an adult, the number of annoyances, first of all, just in general, in life, 
has grown exponentially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if I'm on a road trip, I really need to drive because I need to feel in control. Oh. I don't like sitting in the passenger seat. I don't like sitting in the back seat. Yeah. I can't control the, the speed. I can't right. control the music. Oh, yeah. I mean, I need to be in the driver's seat and blast David Bowie for all to hear. Right, 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 right. And control the AC and everything. I, control. Just everything. Yeah. Gotcha. So gotcha. if I'm not in control, everything annoys me. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's just <laughs> real quick to the point. That's, it makes it clear why we're good road trip partners because I don't like to drive. Right? It, I wouldn't say it annoys me, but I don't want to be the driver ever. And you know what? If I'm driving, I can deal with anything, including my passenger puking <laughs> into garbage bags again and again. I was surprised you didn't lead with that being annoying on a road trip. No, I was fi- I was driving. It, it was, was fine. Driving. I didn't know what to do with the music or my hands, but <laughs> should I? Oh, no. Oh, do you need? No, you got it. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Oh, if yeah. you hadn't heard that story, that came from one of our previous yeah. episodes where we talked about Heavesgate. Heavesgate. Might be have something we have to bring back at some point. Yeah, it might be, but you should go. Go back. If you Listen. don't know, you should be checking out our backlist anyway. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, that's what, worth it. Yeah. What about you, Erin? Um, for me on a road trip, it's it's similar in the sense that it needs to be the right passenger because really I can deal with most anything, but if you're the type of passenger that like is going to be terrible. Like, I don't like this. I don't want this. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do... And then, no, we're already out. Like, yeah. let's this have this be an adventure. It's fun. Pick what snacks you want at mm-hmm. the gas station. Don't complain and then eat mine. That's oh, not going to work. Who does that? If you get a slushy and you get to a certain point, it's done. I don't want to hear no. your straw. Mm-mm. Okay? Mm-hmm. And we're going to go on a musical journey and you're just going to have to live with it. Okay? <laughs> I don't know what's coming out. I don't know what's coming next, but you're just going to sit back and enjoy it. And if you have a problem with that, we probably can't ride together. Ooh. You know what we should do? Um, another idea is put together for this episode a road trip playlist. Oh, we should. For our our listeners That'd be who want to go yeah. on that musical journey. Yeah. I think we might have to have two separate playlists. And that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a fair point. <laughs> I would choose other than David Bowie. I would have oh, other artists, oh, too. Oh, I knew yeah. that. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew you'd have more than David Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll have separate playlists. Okay, we can yeah, do that. I yeah. like it. Yeah. Yeah. So choose which broad you like more and oh, listen to gosh. their playlists. I, it doesn't have to be that deathmatch again. <laughs> Something about road trips really brings out the, the do or die. Yeah. That's you right. get You get real. It's all about survival. You do. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. <laughs> I've never seen the side of you, the survivalist. Throw anyone under the bus <laughs> on a road trip. <laughs> So the ride a car just yeah. brings out the rage mm-hmm. and the, yeah, the control. Another thing that annoys me on road trips is getting shamed for having to stop to go to the bathroom. Oh, Because I will have yeah. to stop like 75 Multiple times. times. Yeah. yeah. Why, when I was pregnant and we had gone to Hawaii and we had driven, we were in Maui, and instead of like hiking this whole trail, we drove it for obvious reasons. And uh, there's no bathrooms anywhere and mm-hmm. it took a lot longer than we thought. So we're coming back and I'm like, I'm in an emergency state. Like mm-hmm. this is an emergency. And my husband, who still could not get used to the fact that nobody in Maui drives over like 25. Oh, that'd be tough for me too. Yeah. yeah. He speed demon. Mm-hmm. He's, so he's on this stretch that's just wide open, but we're coming to the edge basically where we're going to run into some bathroom possibilities. Just blows into town like he's, you know... Don Johnson on Miami Vice and just <laughs> killing it blows right past like four places I could go to the bathroom. And that feeling of like, it's going to give oh, out on me. Like yeah. I'm going to pee my pants in a rental car in Maui. This yeah. is how it's going to go down. Mm-hmm. And he like nothing registered. I was like, what? 
I couldn't even get the words out. And he's like, what? I'm like, I have to go to the bathroom. I've been saying it for an hour. It was like the biggest fight we've ever had. We were like, oh, yeah, it was bad. Wow. I made him pull into a random restaurant and go, I think we had to buy something just for me to use the bathroom. I'm like, this is, this is where we're at. Yeah. You're going to buy whatever food they have. <laughs> I don't care what <laughs> it is. Buy the whole freaking restaurant. Yeah. I don't yeah. care if the fish still has a head on it. Yep. And You're weird eyes. It. Buy it because I have to be so bad. <laughs> it's a good point about the bathroom though. I yeah. think part of the reason I like to be in control is I have to pee all the time too. Yeah. So I want to be able to yeah. pull off. Say, hey. Yeah. What's up? And not speed past all of those. No, he's never done that again. Good. In fact, now I think he might have a little PTSD related to Good. that. Because every he time should. we're on a road trip, he's like, do you, do you, do you, want, me, do you want me to stop? Do you want me to stop? Do you, do you want me to stop? It's good that he lives in fear of mm-hmm. you. You should. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's my goal. <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> Relationship based on fear. <laughs> Super healthy. Good job. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Well... Should we talk about? I think so. I want to know what your first vacations, pick is. Road trips. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, so for my first pick, uh, I chose "The Stand" by Stephen King <gasps> from 1978. Curveball. There are three reasons that I chose this. Oh, three, three. Okay. But let me first just lay down right. the story. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so there's an army base hidden somewhere in the desert, and government is putting together a super flu as like a you know. Uh, a first strike against someone. It's probably, you know, still in the Cold War or whatever. But by a small series of errors, containment is breached. There is one guy that escapes the base. He and his family uh, get in the car and drive as far away from the base as they can. And in the process, they start infecting people with this flu. Come on, guys. Eventually, 99% of the population is wiped out by this super flu called Captain Trips for some reason. (laughs) Um, remember that this is before like all the viral apocalypse and even sort of apocalyptic novels of the last three, four decades. There's a right. ton now. This mm-hmm. was kind of like the granddaddy, if you will, of all of them. Um, after the flu wipes all these people out, there's this band of survivors that then take sort of a forced road trip, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, they make their way into the Midwest because they're having this unsettling series of dreams that are driving them towards um, this one town where they can all converge. So we follow them as they go through uh, the road trip. There's a number of different perspectives. So you're seeing a lot of different people in the story. But there's this dark presence growing in Nevada by the name of Randall Flagg, who is – it's kind of cool because if you haven't read a lot of Stephen King, he incorporates a lot of the same characters, settings in multiple novels. Randall Flagg pops up in a few of his novels as mm. this sort of epic villain. So here he's sort of drawing all these kind of through the same thing, like dreams, drawing all these people towards him. And they want to just finish what the apocalypse started. They want to kill everybody. So it builds towards a, a standoff and there's another road trip on the way there. Yeah. So the reasons I chose this one, like I said, there's multiple road trips. They're forced. But what road trip isn't forced? Yeah. I mean, and they've got all the hallmarks of a road trip. They've got meeting new people, peeing in bushes. Taking forever to get anywhere. Lots of fighting. Mm. I mean, everything you know and love about About a road trip. Yeah, it sounds like it. Um, Another reason I chose this, though, is when I was in high school, I read this during summer vacation. 
And I was always that kid. I think you and I both were always that kid that didn't want to go outside. Nope. During the summer. Nope. And I remember very clearly sitting on the couch in the living room and just tearing through this monster of a book. And my brothers are like, let's go outside. Let's do it. I'm like, no, I got to finish this. I'm going to read this. And I'm like crying and, and, you know, getting excited and everything. So it just, you know, it appealed to me yeah. as that kid. Uh, I think also it's a perfect book to take on a road trip. If you want to get away from your family for a while, mm. dive into this. It's epic. It's complicated, twisty. It's dark. Everything you could want in a good summer read. Wow. That's a good point. And it's Stephen King. Yeah. I mean, he's king for a reason. Oh, oh, look what you did there. I didn't plan that. That just came out. I'm pretty proud of that. (laughs) Oh, it'd been so much worse if you wrote that. So much worse. It works because it just is off the cuff. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for clarifying. Yep. Because I realized immediately, oh, that was terrible. That was cheesy. I don't want her to think that I actually wrote that in my notes. No, I, I did not. Though. Yeah, that's true. I'm a fan. <laughs> so there we go. A forced road trip towards doom. Uh, what what do you got? All kind of. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Marching towards, towards doom. doom. Yes. Um, well, my first uh, pick is called How to Start a Fire by Lisa Lutz. And this was published in 2015. So she's the author that did the Spellman Files, which I'm a big fan of that series. So this is um, about Anna, Kate, and George, who um, are three girls that met on a very drunken night in college and just thrown together from there. So the story essentially takes you through their life, but it's we keep flashing to the present day, which is they've all culminated in this road trip at Anna's house, and they're in the backyard around a fire. Like, it's summer. We're enjoying our you know, break. Um, They're older now. They're adults. So the whole book takes you on a very non-linear journey through their lives and friendship and kind of their unlikely friendship because all three of them are so different. Um, So a lot of it centers around summer, what they're doing during the summers when they're apart from each other, when they're not at school, as they get older and they get jobs and, you know, they're trying to make that time, that space for their friendship. Um, I just, it's, So it's the story of their friendship. It ends in a very interesting way. It culminates in a very interesting way in this backyard situation. But uh, why I like it is because, one, I think Lisa Lutz is amazing at dialogue. It's Her dialogue is always really sharp and on point. And she does a good job of telling you a lot about the characters through the dialogue instead of telling you. And especially with these three characters, they're so different. And the way that they think and the way that they handle things and the way that they talk to each other just illustrates that perfect. Um, You love all three of them for different reasons. I think you can relate to all of them. They're all characters you would want to go on a road trip with at different points. So I think it's it's great for that. It's a great summer read because it kind of centers around that time period. Um, it's a little bit of nostalgia of that, you know, throwback to when you didn't have anything else going on, but to worry about what you were doing during the summer. Um, and it's just a great story. I it, it, I say nonlinear because it jumps around a lot. It jumps from present day to college to a little bit further than college, back to present day. So if that trips you up, figure out how to get past it because you don't want to miss this book. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's really good. I really enjoyed it. It's very different than The Spellman Files, mm-hmm. but still great. And it was – I tore through it. So, Did you ever go on a road trip with friends? Yes. Like yeah. 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 A few, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of where we were going. Yeah. I remember, College yeah, or anything? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A couple like 
especially later on things like there was a couple people that on from like our freshman floor that got married that the rest of us went to their weddings or, you know, things like that. Mm -hmm. Like you road trip and see your roommates home Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. It is. It's, uh, I think you and I have talked about this too, that like, um, you, you see a different side of somebody when you go on a trip. Yeah, you do. You really do. For better or worse. Yeah. Traveling is, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's, there's something about it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) there's something about it isn't there well as we talked about our own annoyances everybody has their own like things and once you get out of your comfort zone yeah it's rife for conflict yeah oh yeah Mm -hmm. it really is yes when (laughs) when we made the kids take that trip we were actually taking them to disney so talk about road trip to doom yeah Mike and I were like, this doesn't end in anything great. For them, yes. (laughs) Us, no. So I remember, yeah, by the middle of that week, you're just like, is it okay to say that I will sell my kids to Mickey Mm -hmm. Mouse? Mm Because I will Mm -hmm. for peace and quiet. Not even monetary. I bet Mickey's got a lot of offers like that. Yeah, I have to imagine. Please take my children. Maybe for free. It came full circle when they both were like, we don't want to be here anymore. Can we just go back to the hotel? And I was like, I've never loved you more. (laughs) (laughs) You are my children. Yeah. For certain. <laughs> Never loved you more than wow. this moment. Yeah. I just want to yeah. swim and have some pizza. And I was like, yes. Oh God. Yes, we can do that. Do you ever just like just go to a hotel like, you know, somewhere, not even out of town and just spend the weekend swimming? And no, them, we probably be- should. Yeah. But no, we take them a fair amount just on like little getaways. Like mm-hmm. in the, yeah, it always usually involves a hotel with a pool because mm-hmm. that's a big thing. But Ooh. yeah. Man, I love your kids more than I've ever loved them yeah. hearing that thing that they wanted to go yeah. to the hotel. They're pretty pizza. smart. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. Are you going to do any more road trips like that with your family? Um, we don't have any on the books. We are taking a vacation in a, in a little bit, but it's by plane. So oh, yeah, smart. it's not, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I just may need to have the experience, but I don't need to torture myself. So, Absolutely. Yeah. We did that once and yeah. we're good. We're going to California, so we felt like that was a little bit longer of a drive. Yeah. Yeah. And saving your own sanity. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, to be fair, I'm also taking them on a plane, and my five-year-old's never been on a plane, so that might be its own kind of situation. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. I imagine Mason's going to want to get out of there. Yeah. It's going to go one of two ways. He's going to either be so fascinated and be like best friends with the pilot. We're going to be like, what happened? Mm -hmm. Like that. Or it's, he's going to be absolutely terrified and everyone around us is going to hate us. Yep. So Mm -hmm. those are the only two outcomes I see. If it's the latter, who cares if other people hate you? Yeah. No, I'm way past that. I mean, it is what it is. (laughs) We got to get there. Sorry about it. Like it is what it is. He's five. You were five once, guy. So <laughs> put away your judgy once. eyes. Yeah. Nobody Ugh. likes it. Nobody likes and it. And also, why don't you have something more interesting going on? You don't have something on your phone you could listen right. to or why are a book you to read. me and my kids? Yeah. Creepy voyeur. Turn around. <laughs> <laughs> See what I did there, judgy guy? I'm good at it. So watch it. <laughs> I can't wait to hear about this flight. <laughs> oh, it's going to be so great. <laughs> So, uh, uh, well, speaking of, you know, yeah. flights, more trips, mm. um, my other genre book is a nonfiction book, uh, kind of a memoir, kind of essay collection. It's called The M Train by Patti Smith oh. from 2015. If you have not had the pleasure of uh, knowing, seeing Patti Smith, she's an iconic singer, performer, writer, um, really instrumental in pushing the punk scene forward in 1970s in New York. Um, she's had a few popular songs. My favorite is Gloria, G-L-O-R-I-A. And I will link to that because I can't 
You can't sing, first no. of all. Well, yeah. And it reintroduces copyright issues. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Gosh. <sighs> anyway. <I'm> shackles. <laughs> Patty Smith is also a prolific writer, and she wrote a memoir called Just Kids that was about her in the 70s living in New York with the artist Robert Maplethorpe. Really great, great story and book. Um, and I'll save that for another day. But this book, The M Train, is all about travel. Uh, she travels physically around the world, um, going to New York in her favorite cafe where she writes. She's traveling to Mexico, Japan, Tangier following her obsessions like artists and poets and scientists, even TV shows. And <laughs> throughout the book, you could tell she was obsessed with watching The Killing at the time, that show with Joel Kinnaman and Maria. Oh, oh God, so good. So she's writing like little pieces about The Killing, how much she loves it, so much so that when this came out, she got a cameo in the last season of The Killing because she was such what? a, yeah, uh, outspoken. I know. I was a big fan too, Joel I Kinnaman. I was too. Come on, Joel Kinnaman. Aaron and I have a thing for Joel Kinnaman. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> oh. So she's got, she's, you know, she's traveling around the world physically, but she's also, there's a lot of mental travel in this book as well. She's sorting through memories of her past lives, especially the loss of her husband, Fred Sonic Smith, who was the guitarist for MC5. He died very suddenly when their kids were still young. So a lot of still very rough heartbreak about that as well. She writes about writing and creating um, about what loss and love feels like. And all throughout, too, I kept thinking of our theme um, a few episodes ago, but does it have pictures? Because there's pictures all throughout this. What? If that guy had asked you about this one, you'd have been like, guess what? Guess what, buddy? I can make this happen for you. <laughs> Here you go. What I like about this book is she's a firm believer in the power of travel that can transform you. Hmm. Um I read this as I was preparing to travel to Dublin for two weeks, uh, which was great timing because then while I was in Dublin, I thought about this a lot, uh, you know, especially when you're jet lagged and you're just feeling like everything is kind of surreal and dreamlike anyway. She really sort of digs into that feeling of what that's like, mm -hmm. as well as sort of how travel messes with you and how when you come back from traveling somewhere, you're not quite the same person. You don't quite fit into your life the same way as you did before. Really fascinating. And yeah. The way that she writes about that is is really wonderful. If you prefer straight narratives without a lot of digression, um, you may not like this because she's kind of jumping all over the place. But uh, if you are willing to cede control to Patty, she will take you on a journey and you will love it. It's it's really um, it, it's nothing like nothing I've ever read before. It's really unique and really personal, but also kind of universal at the yeah, same time. Yeah. Wow. Made me love Patty Smith even more. I've never even heard of it. That's fantastic. Oh, well, here Look it at is. That. Get it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Erin? Um, I picked a book called The Devil in the White City oh, by Eric Larson. Yep. So this was published in 2004, and I picked it because true crime and summertime. Ugh, absolutely. Uh, in Chicago. Yeah, in Chicago. So it follows two different stories. It follows Daniel H. Burnham, the architect of the 1893 World's Fair in Chicago. And it also follows, at the same time, H.H. H. Holmes, the first and one of the most prolific serial killers, Damn right. who took advantage of the fact that all these people were going to be in Chicago and thought, you know what? If there was a time to kill a guy, it's now. Mostly girls, right? Well, yeah, yeah. I say guy, but no, he was really actually no. <laughs> and actually, time to kill a girl. He didn't start with a mystery person. He went right for his mistress. So mm -hmm, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, real started close clever. to home. Great. Yeah, you know what I mean? 
I guess. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, it's a historical book, um, but it reads like a novel. It's really engaging and interesting. The juxtaposition of this like amazing historical event that was a big deal in and of itself, whose story is very interesting. Then, then ha- you know, switching chapters and reading about this criminal who is using the same type of wonderfulness to create his own legacy. Super fascinating. Mm-hmm. Great job by the author. I loved that tie-in, especially because probably for me, I don't know that I would have picked up a book about the World's Fair in Chicago. Definitely. I mean, yeah. It is, you know, I mean... That- Sorry, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> Sorry, I, didn't, I don't want history. I don't want anything real. But, but it's true. Yeah. The way that he combines the two makes it Yeah, it was just very, yeah, very fascinating. And kind of points out a side that you don't think about a lot when we talk about these big events, you know, Olympics, World's Fair. The other side of that, that brings a whole different, you know, people focus on the economic side and the great uh, exposure it's going to bring your culture. But then they forget about the other side that mm-hmm. sometimes Crime. it's an opportunity. Yeah, opportunity for for crazy to come out. For tomfoolery. For to, well, yeah, tomfoolery sounds Tom like yeah, tomfoolery is a real nice sounds way to like say pranks. you got murdered. <laughs> <laughs> uh, prank, you got murdered. I remember when my grandma was a victim of tomfoolery. <laughs> <laughs> she always said she hated tomfoolery, and I finally and understood it. Yeah. <laughs> it was a bloody one too. <laughs> So oh it's really interesting. The story is interesting. Even if you know something about this, this H.H. Holmes, even if you don't, so much um, interesting facts in there that it was just a fascinating read. It's really going to propel you forward. Like I said, don't be turned off if you're not a history reader. I'm not really either. It reads like a novel. Mm-hmm. The way that he wrote it, it's very engaging. And if you need some extra motivation... This is being made into a Hulu series. Is it? By M- Martin Scorsese <gasps> and Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's going to be amazing. Yeah. It was originally going to be like a film project, and then they decided, like, we've been talking yeah. about that they needed more space. So they, wow. Hulu snatched that right up. And they're, I, I, now I'm not sure. I want to say like fall is what I thought when I of heard. This year? Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I don't know that for sure. So. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. So is Leonardo DiCaprio going to play The Holmes? serial killer. Oh, yeah. God. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. going to be amazing. I know, right? Um, one of the things I remember from that book is how he, like, built his house into all these, like, sort of, like, murder holes, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. He caught, like, it was like a murder castle. Yeah. That's what they call it, like a murder castle. Uh-huh. So pretty much I had to be in after you called it a murder castle. Because <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> a murder castle? That's amazing. <laughs> But it's so true because I can imagine like this guy just being creepy and going around and picking up all the girls just off the train station from yeah. out in the farms and coming to see the World's Fair. Yeah. And... Come to my murder castle. Come to like, that Nothing murder can go wrong. <laughs> Why wouldn't I go to a murder castle? That, that sounds like fun. how I would die. Oh. Oh. That someone invites you to their murder castle? I don't know if I could resist an invitation That's to a murder true. castle. You probably couldn't. You're like, if you're up front about it, it you're probably not going to be crazy. Yeah. I always yeah. say that if your crazy is out front, I'm not scared of you. That's it's the hidden. So if oh. you came right up to me, I have a murder castle. I'm in. And then, oh, no, <laughs> the last 30 seconds of my life would be, oh, you actually oh, you were met- serious. Oh. oh, you literally have a murder castle. Oh, oh okay. I miscalculated. I thought it was like how I call my fridge a murder fridge because the pop exploded <laughs> in there. and It looks like a crime scene. <laughs> My outside fridge. I call that the murder fridge. But no, you mean... <laughs> like an actual murder person. This is where you actually murder people. Oh. Well, that was a weird twist. Ooh, right. Bummer. Who could see that coming? Who could see- <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that's actually how he got them. Like, listen, I got a, a, an exhibit for the World's Fair. Yeah, it's called, called the Murder, murder Castle. <laughs> and they're like, yes, 
Oh, for sure. Oh, yes. Wasn't he a doctor too? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even creepier. I know. Ugh. Nefarious doctor lives in a murder castle. That's right. So right there, you should be. You were right on board right away. Yeah. Yeah. I was all in. <laughs> all in. What would Keith Morrison say about H.H. Holmes in the murder castle. First of all, there would be an amazing picture of him leaning on some pillar outside of the murder castle. This is the murder castle. Mm -hmm. And he would probably, he'd have to start, he'd have to set the scene Mm because that's what Keith Morrison likes to do. So it would start something like, started on a dark stormy night. She got off the train. Little did she know she wouldn't be getting back on that train. Does he say little did she know? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh. He says all kinds of cheesy things. Oh, my God. But it's glorious coming out of Keith Morrison. Anybody else, you're like, stop it. Stop it right now. I'm not Keith on board Morrison. with the Keith Morrison. You're like, give me more. I don't know what it is. I He's got either. it. If there, I used to hate it when people say that. He's got it. Like, I just can't, you know, I can't actually categorize it. So that I'm just taking it out. Yeah. I get it now because oh. Keith Morrison has it. I, yeah, I mean, I have met many people who believe this and we've met some fans, some listeners who really love your love, Keith Morrison. Yeah, as they So they get it too. Yes. It's everything that I hoped it would be. (laughs) He's just, every time I turn into a dateline and it's him, I'm just, nothing makes me happier. Keith Morrison should do historical true crime shows. Like, yeah. He's a branch out on his own. He does. Come on, Keith. You're like the lead singer of a popular band. You got to leave the band behind. Yeah, it's time to be Beyonce and create your yeah. Bay Beehive. I never know which way yeah, you say that. Morrison Hive. <laughs> That's not working at all. You're more. You're <laughs> mortuary. <laughs> Keith Train. <laughs> oh, oh boy, you heard it here first, Keith. Yeah, Keith Line. Your Keith line <laughs> <laughs> just rolls off the tongue. Yeah, it's yeah. easy. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure Dale won't have a problem if you steal the second half Not of their all. name. And, Not at yeah. all. I'm like it's fine. I'm gonna guess he signed a real good like non compete. Oh, I'm sure he did. Probably every year they renew that sucker. I bet they do, and the language gets more and more. Mm-hmm. Listen, you can't even talk to anyone without mm-hmm. crediting NBC mm-hmm. Dayline. Because really, he's single handedly the reason that people watch that. He's got to be paid. A yeah. Shit. I mean, sorry, Andrea Canning. Like, I like you and all, but you're never going to be Keith Morrison. So, Keith's a legend. He's a legend. Legend. <laughs> Speaking of legends, yes. Ooh, I'm proud of myself. For oh, that, this is going to be one. good. I can feel it. So, now we're talking pop culture. Give it to me. Movies, TV, whatever. Mm-hmm. I picked Thelma and Louise. Oh. Wow. Gina Davis, Susan Sarandon, mm-hmm. 1991. Mm-hmm. Thelma is in a terrible marriage. Mm-hmm. That's Gina Davis. Mm-hmm. She wants some fun. So she and Louise decide to go on a road trip to Get a it. fishing cabin. They're going to have a great girls weekend. Yes. But along the way, they stop for a drink at a roadhouse. Uh, a real aggressive guy starts hitting on Thelma and things turn really dark really fast. Now, Thelma and Louise are on another road trip. They're on the run to Mexico because of what happened. They don't think anyone's going to believe them. So they run. What follows is, you know, like I said, a different kind of road trip. Uh, But there's major ups and downs along the way, including meeting a boyish Brad Pitt as a drifter on the road. Thelma gets her fun with good old Brad Pitt. Yeah, she does. Yeah. I mean, that introduced Brad Pitt to me. I had feelings about Brad Pitt. 
after watching that movie. It's <laughs> like, oh, I'm going to pick up every drifter. Not a good idea. Oh, yeah, no, oh, no, oh, no, that's no. not the lesson. No, that's not the there. lesson. Oh, shoot. Actually, Unless no. he has a murder castle. Unless he has a murder castle. Then in that castle. case, pick him up and go to his murder castle. <laughs> Nothing will go wrong. <laughs> um, he also teaches Thelma some uh, criminal things. So that takes their road trip on a whole different direction. Uh, Thelma and Louise also meet a real gross truck driver who calls them beavers. And mm-hmm. he gets a little bit of what's coming to him. Oh. It is glorious and gratifying. Have you seen? No. I, oh, I, mean, I know, right? I was going to say, you're following along and you look surprised. I'm like, you don't know. Oh, my God. You have to watch this. <laughs> I do. Yes. I, it's You know, it's been one of those ones that I've always like, oh, I should watch it. And mm-hmm. then I just, so now I'm going to have to. Because mm-hmm. you recommended it, I'm going to do it. I think... Uh, in this movie, there's a little bit about how traveling changes you, for better or worse. Mm-hmm. Obviously, not everyone is on the run to Mexico, but uh, the aren't they though? <laughs> Maybe eventually. <laughs> Oops, I said. Too is that much. what dying is on the run to Mexico? <laughs> yeah, that's why we said that. Up. <laughs> we say when the pets have to go. Oh, they're on the run to Mexico. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I like that. Way better than the farm upstate. Yeah, no. You saw uh, them too. Oh, they're yeah. under Mexico. Yeah. They saw Narcos Mexico and had to get in on it. <laughs> I think what's great too is there's a lot of um, real female um, friendship, empowerment. Um, there's some really gratifying stuff. There's some terribly frustrating things. Uh, it's really interesting to watch this again in our in our climate sort of right now, you know, the Me Too era. Um, I, I think this was ahead of its time in a lot of ways. And, and I think, in fact, when it was released, um, some of the studios were like, oh, boy, I don't know about this. Mm-hmm. They were wrong. It went on to fame and acclaim <laughs> and history. Uh, I So I highly recommend it. It's a great uh, movie to watch just on its own. It's a great road trip to watch mm-hmm. with all the twists and turns and ups and downs. Oof, Aaron, I'm gonna. You're I gonna will. watch it. I will. I yeah. promise. I'm on if it. it. If only for Brad Pitt. Well, yeah, and I'm yeah. in right there. It was one of his first movie roles, and my goodness, is it iconic? <laughs> 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 She's got this like real like face. Like, let me tell you. Uh, so much more I want to say. Sexually. Oh, okay. We didn't get that. Well, I guess oh, they can't see your face. Okay, okay, okay yeah, yeah. yeah. I got that. You guys probably didn't. That's fine. All right. Fair enough. Glad to be clarified. Okay. That sounded like that gross voyeur on the plane. Sexually. Oh, no, that's a different No, that's thing. a different one. Yeah, okay. you're fine. All right. That guy. Yeah, that guy's I already worse. hate this guy. I don't even know so who he is. Bad. Tell me he's just going to fill that slot mm-hmm. when we get on the plane. I'm going to be like, oh, you're who the guy. You? You're the voyeur. I'll be able to... Pick him out when we're waiting for the plane and be like, it's that guy. Oh, it's that one. Right that there. guy right there is going to take his shoes off and exactly. be weird about my kids. I was just going to say that. He's going to take his shoes and socks off. No. Yeah. No, he's gonna sir. He's going to do it. No. Yeah. And he's going to put them on top of his suitcase. Stop it. Just air those feet out into the world. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Come to my murder castle. Yeah. Airplane guy. Exactly. Wow. Well, that was crazy. <laughs> and and I loved it. <laughs> amazing i have a basement that's she murdery oh, as hell she really does have a murdery basement so Maybe i have a murderer house you have a murder basement that's for sure i do it's you also have really a murder castle. cat i do she really wants to murder someone where is she she isn't sh- oh she's up in the attic oh she's gonna come down so now you have thunder. a murder attic too you have a murder attic. <laughs> so basically your cat has boxed you in in your own house. Yeah. You can only live on the floors between the attic and the basement. She's claimed those. She's claimed the other You never know where she is. Nope. And you know she's doing something up oh, there. Oh, God. Yeah. 
hatching all one's sorts a laboratory of plans. one's a murdery area mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she's probably found a way to just go direct like a tunnel oh. or something oh you're she's right probably running around in the walls you're right oh podcast podcast settle down yeah huh. but i respect you i you know what you're gonna put that much time and effort into it <laughs> some point i'll go in the basement i'll be fully i'll be fully suited up in protective like, armor but... come to my murder castle oh, yeah like yes yeah shoot i gave her the keyword mm-hmm. that's all you have to do say mm-hmm. murder castle yep. what you're doing just meowing by the basement stairs yeah, and sort enough. of like motioning with your paw in a weird like i'm scratching at something way mm-hmm. no nope. it just seems creepy yeah it's like if the guy at the train station was showing just holding a knife i'm smart enough not to go yeah if he hides a knife and says murder castle Full on idiot. I'm going with him. <laughs> Moral of this story is, Mike, don't let your wife <laughs> go anywhere with anyone who says murder castle. Granted, he's not around all the time. No. But no. if that happens. Maybe he could just like get a sign for me that says, you yes. know, do not let her follow anyone that says murder castle. Mm-hmm. Then that feels like they probably know to target me. Ugh, this is just a real catch twenty two. Oh How am I going to get around this? Just not go to the murder castle. <laughs> I, I guess, guess so. is the answer. I guess. Gosh, so. damn it. Uh, <sighs> what do you got, Aaron? Well, my pop culture prick is prick. Prick. Oh, well. I mean, it relates. It to always what we're falls talking apart about. at the end for me. I do so good, and then just <laughs> wheels off the bus. Uh, pop culture pick. Yes, is an idiot abroad. Oh, mm-hmm. it's a show by the creators of The Office, Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant. So, oh, if boy. you don't know that The Office was originally not created here in the United States, shame on you. Yeah. Yeah, Ricky Gervais, genius. Mm-hmm. So it's um, basically a practical joke turned into a uh, little experiment with their friends. Um, Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant convince their friend Carl that they want to go on a road trip with him around the world to the Seven Wonders. And they'll pay. And the only kicker is that everywhere they go, he has to um, immerse himself in the culture, become one of the locals. So... What happens is just fantastic. It's not scripted. It's just plain hilarious. Um, Carl has his very own brand of humor and sense of humor. Um, and the reason they call the show an idiot abroad is because some of the stuff he says and does, you, it, it, but it's fantastic. Oh my and it's a genius that Ricky Gervais saw this in his friend and said, no, this is exactly, <laughs> yes, this is perfect. This is going to work. I believe there's like four seasons now. So... um <laughs> I I put out a couple quotes so you can get the flavor to see if this shows for you. This is Carl speaking. I always have a problem liking things that I'm told I should like. This has been the problem with most of the wonders I have seen so far. The fact that this one is called the Great Wall of China annoys me. I'll decide if it's great or not. It might end up being the all right Wall of China to me. (laughs) (laughs) This kind of sounds like you in a way. Just resisting anyone else's <laughs> this one is about the pyramids okay <laughs> i really can't believe what a state the pyramids are in I, th- I thought they had flat rendered sides but when you get up close you see how they're just giant boulders ba- balanced on top of each other like a massive game of jenga that got out of hand <laughs> 
I mean, these are the seven wonders that he's standing in front of, oh and these God. are his comments. It's amazing. Is he a comedian as well? Um, I don't think that he really was prior to this, oh but I think goodness. he's gotten yeah, yeah. Some, yeah. So many great moments like that throughout wow. all of it. So in four seasons. Yeah. It's so they've delightful. gone past the wonders. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's wow. amazing. Yeah. I, I think he is very akin to you in a lot of yeah. his comments. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Not the idiot part. No, the no, part but just like, the, you know, like, don't tell I don't, me. Don't, I'm not going to conform to yeah. whatever you tell me to do. Yeah, just because yeah. you say it's great doesn't mean, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I can mm-hmm. get on board with that. Yeah. So many <laughs> fantastic moments. It's, it's wonderful. It's truly very enjoyable. Oh, it's light. I mean, it's not, you know, not anything heavy, but it's also cool because you get to see some, you know, cool things when they're traveling too. Mm-hmm. So it's a good way to, you know. Taking the seven wonders with mm-hmm. some humor. I'm glad we ended on a light note. Yeah. You know, a lot of my picks were kind of dark. Some of yours were dark too. Yeah, yeah. But hey, aren't all road trips a little bit dark? Twisty and dark. A little twisty. Yeah, yeah. A little like you want to murder somebody, mm-hmm. even if you don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's the hallmark of a road trip for me. That is. Mm-hmm. I, you nailed it when you said it's <laughs> just driving towards doom. <laughs> Put that on a throw pillow. <laughs> We're all just driving towards doom. Oh, goodness. <laughs> well, I think that's it for our road trip episode. What do you so think? Too. Yeah. I think that we're going to be back next Wednesday. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, if you want more stuff like this, mm-hmm. which you do, go to broadsandbooks.com. Check out all the recommendations we made so you can have a nice little list right there for yourself. You bet. Mm-hmm. And on the website, we also have some bonus material. There's a gift guide around this season. Because lots of things happening right around this season. Mm-hmm. So we got a gift guide there. And we've got more coming all the time. So much more. Yeah. Also, what would be fantastic, if you want to do it on our website, you want to do it on the website of your favorite podcast catcher. Mm-hmm. A review. Oh, Just a little ditty about what you like. A little ditty? Just a little. About Amy and Aaron? <laughs> yeah. Just a little ditty about Amy and Aaron <laughs> going to a murder castle. <laughs> I wrote it for you. Just so you know, right there. Just make that the first this, line. This whole podcast. Yeah. Little ditty. Just a little ditty about going to a murder castle. <laughs> so you're going to just go on to write that and then mm-hmm. follow it up with something like, you can't believe how great it is to oh, go to the God, murder yeah. castle with these two. Yes. I will follow them anywhere. Yes. Even to a murder castle. Even to a murder castle. You know how you start repeating words again and again and they start to sound real weird? Yeah. Those words are starting to sound real They're, weird now. Yeah. 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 Might mm-hmm. also be those shrooms that we... It might have been those two. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. I mean, that didn't our, happen. I'm that's just our kidding. standard. Yeah, yeah. Just kidding. Just kidding. Okay. <laughs> um, and while you're, you know, giving us a review, if you've been listening and you have an idea about a certain thing you want to hear about, if you have a challenge for us to find, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. books on a theme, man, we'd love to hear that. We would love it. We've we already love released. A yeah, we've already released one episode that was a listener suggested yes. theme. And we want more. We We loved it so much. So much. So send us what you think. Yes, do it. Mm -hmm. Do it right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you can do that on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, through our website where you can find our email. You can get a hold of us. Trust me. Yes. We're not hiding. No, we're not hiding. We got nothing to hide. We're waiting for your call. Yes. We're just (laughs) hanging out in our murder (laughs) castle, biding our time. (laughs) Just waiting. Waiting for Keith to get his own show. That's right. Mm Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, happy reading.
I'm up again. Same night, another dream. Before trying this recording thing, I didn't remember much of anything of these dreams. I didn't remember much from any of the women. And one night of doing this, and it's broken things open. The dreams are, they're in me, and they're they're coming out of me, and... To me, I am not broken. I am the most whole, most real. Cause their despair. Cause their despair. I wait for the word. I wait for the word. Witch. 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 Look at the mad woman in her cage. She was a woman with holes inside her. That was the heaviest factor. The final evidence. The heart of the issue. Somehow, you understand this. You. You. You hear me. Wherever you are, whatever this is, you... This isn't a dream journal anymore. It's not. That's just. It's just fact. <laughs> and because now this is this is some sort of record. What are these dreams? Maybe there's a better question. Who are these women? Weird Woman is a Broads and Books production. All nine episodes are available January 10th. Listen and subscribe to Weird Woman on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and your favorite podcast platform. That's W-Y-R-D Woman, wherever you listen to podcasts.